this week on Pop Disket. Anime news gets interesting this week as Rumiko Takahashi, the mangaka best known for old school hits such as Ranma One Half and Inuyasha, gets knighted. We go over some of her popular works and offer our congratulations. Scott Pilgrim returns with a TV anime featuring the original movie voice actor cast. How interesting! Attention 90s kids, in current events this week, we discuss the Power Rangers once and always special that has just been released. Potential spoilers ahead, stay tuned to see our opinion on the series. In gaming, we go over some heavy hitting releases as we look at Street Fighter 6, Tekken 8, and the Resident Evil 4 remake. A couple of us here have some experiences with these franchises and we can't wait to see what's in store. The Lord of the Rings trilogy is a staple of modern day media that a lot of people turn to for comfort, debate, and even scrutiny. Today, we take a look at the series and discuss some of the popular points in the kingdom of fantasy and magic. And this week's roundtable discussion is on those extra long and extra annoying titles that we've been getting slapped on the anime adaptations as of late. Have you heard any good ones? Let us know on our Instagram or Twitter at PopDiscette and stay tuned. You won't want to miss it. Hi guys, it's Rayto here, and as always, I'm here with news in the anime world. Recently, Rumiko Takahashi was knighted Knight of the Order of Arts and Letters decoration on April 6th by the country of France. And so, you know, Rumiko, she created one of my favorite series, one that introduced me into anime. So I'm going to talk a little bit about some of her um, accomplishments and some shows that she's worked on. Hold on. I, I want to see what the Order of Arts and Letters is. I've never heard of it. You might find the French translation. Yes. <clears throat> My French is a little rusty, so I will not be pronouncing it. And that is why I did not put that one. Ordre <laughs> de Arts et de Letters. Et de Letres. Et de Letres. You hit him with the car. <laughs> that what you said. <laughs> you speak French. Go, go on, speak French into the microphone. Say the whole thing. I just said it. Okay, but I didn't hear it. I'm the dude from uh, To be considered for the award, the French government guidelines stipulate that citizens of France must be at least 30 years old, respects French civil law, significantly contributed to the enrichment of the French cultural inheritance. Wow. Contributed to the enrichment center. That too. Membership is not, however, limited to French nationals. Recipients include numerous foreign luminaries. Foreign recipients are added into the order without condition of age. The order has three grades, commander, officer, and knight. For our purposes, a knight is a medallion they have a medallion worn on a ribbon on the left breast up to 200 recipients per year that that is prestigious wow she's that girl but you know some of those favorite series of mine 
that I was referring to is Inuyasha. We all know Inuyasha here. My boy. At this table. Yes. Uh, Ranma one half, which I just recently saw the first episode for. <laughs> also my boy, but also not my boy. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know how I go. <laughs> I've added that one to my watch list. And Rene, which not a lot of people know of, but it's basically Inuyasha, but Shikigamis, things like that. I haven't seen Rene, but it's on my list. It's pretty good. Only downside is that it doesn't have a dub, but you know, some things don't need a dub. Yeah. And Urusei Yatsura, which I've seen pictures and things for. I haven't actually seen it. That one is also on my list to watch. I'll have to see what that one is about. Nonsense. It looks like it's about <laughs> nonsense and I'm all for it. Some of the other awards and honors that Takahashi has received is the Inkpot Award, which was given to her by um, the San Diego Comic-Con in 1994. Ooh. So she's been doing this for a long time, since before I got here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> since before at least half of us at this table got here. Because didn't Ranma one half, at least the anime, come out in the 80s? It sure did. Yeah, and the manga's even older. So... Let's see. Ranma one half ran from August 87 to March 96. Wow. 96? Wow, that was a long run. It was a long run. It ran to right before I was born. How have I not how has this not been on my radar from before? The anime was on Fuji TV from 89 to 92. That makes sense. I, I didn't have Fuji TV. Yeah, I was about to say, that's probably why you hadn't heard it. In 89 or 92. <laughs> I wouldn't hear. I was about to say, you forgot to have no TV in 92. <laughs> Do you have Fuji TV now? No. <laughs> but that's okay, because it can be found on Hulu, and I'm going to give it a watch. Takahashi also won the Science Fiction and Fantasy Hall of Fame Award in 2016, as well as Japan's Medal with a purple ribbon in 2020. So I don't know if like outside of me and you, of course, if anybody here has been to Disney World and seen the Rumiko Takahashi exhibit in Epcot. No. Yes, there is like a whole section about the impact that she left with Inuyasha specifically on like the entire animation industry. It's a good thing to go see. Wow. I knew she was like huge and did a lot of great works. I didn't know she was so well known. Yes. And renowned. That's good to hear. Because she introduced me into anime. So. Wow. What a way to be introduced into anime. I know, right? Speaking of anime, she was also cited on some works um, as an influence in the Scott Pilgrim series. Yes, she was. Ooh, Scott Pilgrim. And of course, with Scott Pilgrim, there's a confirmed anime for release. Woo! You in this segue. I saw what you did there. <laughs> you saw it. You like what I put down? Did you pick it up? <laughs> oh, I picked it up already. It's yeah, right. I smell what you're sniffing in. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I ain't like that one. Of course, we all know that the original cast has agreed to come back for the adaptation. Thank goodness. 
that's actually something I had always been thinking about because I'm one of those people that saw the movie first. Yeah. And then I went to go read the comic and I'm like, wow, I kind of can't hear these characters being anybody else now. It would be hard to hear or imagine any of this without those characters from in the movie. There are a lot of people who don't think that the characters line up very well, specifically people talking about Chris Evans and his role. But I was like, I, I could still see him being that character. He did that perfectly. He did. He knocked it out of the park. I think everything fit. I'm definitely one in favor. And Michael Sarah and Scott, I, I can't hear Scott being nobody like, else. Like, come on. Come on. Some people were just born to play certain roles mm-hmm. and we can we can we can give that to them. Like the casting director for the original movie. Th- th- thank you to uh, thank you. <laughs> you did <laughs> right. You period. Did That's it. Hope they bring my boy Wallace back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wallace, <laughs> Wallace is in my there. favorite. Wallace well, has been there since like the first page, so I'm sure he'll be in there. Yes, y'all. He the gay roommate. <laughs> my favorite. Wallace! They have Mae Whitman in there too. Oh yeah. yeah. We're getting all the good ones. That was a big that was a big name movie. Well you will be able to watch it when it comes out because it's coming to Netflix. Apparently it's also supposed to be a new story by the same creator of the original graphic novel. And all of its original collaborators have also come back to work on the anime. Good old old mammy. You know the vibes. They're hoping to expand the universe for Scott Pilgrim. So you can look for some trailers for it coming this summer. Excitement. And last but not least, the Oron High School Host Club musical is set to debut later this year in December. Apparently this is the third and final part, which I'm mad I've never heard of this. But yeah, it has a musical that's going around in Japan. Um, it's been directed by Yoji Inokido, which is the director of Soul Eater and Bungle Stray Dogs. And I'm just, I'm confused as to why none of this news makes it to this side of the world. Like, the creators of anime are putting on musicals. Well, it's actually a fairly common thing over there. It's just, like you said, it's strange that none of it ever makes it overseas to us. I guess you just really have to be one of those diehard fans. You know, the people that go to like anime conventions and stuff like that, because that's usually yeah. where they announce stuff like that. So Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. They're not we don't really have big anime news sources over here. Mm. Besides us. You know. Why couldn't I have been born in Japan? <laughs> Apparently part one released back in January of twenty two and for me, I like musicals myself and also like anime. I remember the other day we watched a clip. Remember that clip we watched of the My Hero musical? That was really great. I yes. thought that was a musical. I thought it was, at first I thought it was a play and I was like, no, they, they're dressed up too. Oh no, they were jigging. <laughs> I have to watch that because I have need to. So I'm, I'm a fan of two of my favorite things being together in one. I'm gonna have to look some of them up and give them a watch. Well, guys, I'm Rayto, and this is Pop Disquette. Find us on Instagram and Twitter under the same name. Talk to you next time.
Hey y'all, it's Larita. I am so excited to talk to y'all about Power Rangers once and always. It released on Netflix April 19th. I watched it and I'm going to tell y'all about it. Heavy spoilers ahead. So if you ain't watched it by this, I'm sorry. You should have watched it. You should have been on it like I was. So, or, you know, you can skip ahead because we are polite people. Yeah, we polite people. You can skip ahead. But, you know, if you decide to listen anyway and then you be mad because I spoiled it. I told you it was heavy spoilers. I'm about to tell you this whole movie. Skip ahead. Go and get out of here. We'll see you later. (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) They went to the future. (laughs) They went. So for starters, let me just tell you that this was definitely for us 90s kids. Now, you know how there are other remakes out there, like of Teen Titans, how they have Teen Titans Go, uh, just for the, woo! <laughs> I did it. Teen Titans Go is awesome. I'm going to say it. Teen Titans going down. <laughs> I'm not saying it, it's bad or anything. I'm just saying that Teen Titans Go would be for the newer generation, but doesn't like, you know, connect to like the original Teen Titans. Yeah, it, it's different. It it stands on its own right and its own merit. It, it's good for what it is when it's not thinly veiled fetish porn. Thinly. So when I say that the Power Rangers uh, once and always is just for us 90s kids, it really is because like if a younger kid watched it like, oh, Power Rangers, they're going to be looking at these like, what are all these old folks doing here? Are you confused? No, go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> She's offended. I think she got deeply offended. Deeply, she is deeply offended. You know what it is. Do you have issue with what I said? Continue. She cussing you out. Continue, please. That's acting. I would love to hear about the movie. Were you? That's wait, were, were you cursing him out because he was talking about Teen Titans Go, or were you cursing him out because porn? How you associated Teen Titans Go with the porn? It exists. I'm not the only one. <laughs> if it exists, I literally just said what I've been seeing. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the actual show, and I'm like, I don't see that. That's weird. What? That's weird. You ain't. Looking, I am talking about the actual you, show. You ain't. Yeah. You ain't looking what, hard enough, is there? Yeah. So when I tell you that this is just for us 90s kids, it really is because the throwbacks, these younger kids. Is it really just for 90s kids? It was a nice treat for us 90s kids because it's mm-hmm. the Rangers that we grew up with back in action. Because ah. you know how the Power Rangers are teens with attitude. Mm-hmm. These folks could were not teens, they were parents, they were working their jobs. They got summoned because of an emergency. Man was in the bathroom, had to morph to headquarters. So, yeah, like that. Oh, so th- they were basically like, you know, retired, and then they got called back into action. Yeah, pretty much. Ooh, I like stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's been years, and we have to call on you guys again. That, that, yeah. I like that. That's nice. So, yeah, so, you know, you have uh, Zach there, you got Billy there, which were the only two of the original five rangers that were unmasked because you know mm-hmm. unfortunately dave uh, jason david frank you know he passed mm-hmm. um kimberly the original kimberly wasn't there and as the red ranger he wasn't there either so they stayed masked 
Billy and Zach were the only two. Billy was the blue one. Zach was the black one. They were the only two that wore masks the whole time. Interesting. So, yeah, so we got Robo Rita coming back. And she got here. You a robot? Yes. Yeah. She's a robot. Cool. Because they were trying to um, find Zordon in the galaxy. And they were just like, oh, we found him. And then it was like, surprise, it's me, Rita. Oh, and yeah. And her spirit came through the little glass tube that he used to be in. And it's took over. Skadood. Yeah, he's Skadood. <laughs> he's Skadood out the tube. He's Skadood into Alpha 8 and took over his body. So it was Robo Rita. Wow. Yeah. And Billy was just like, damn, I caused that. So, mm-hmm. oops, the Power Rangers out there fighting and everything. Robo Rita like, you know what? We finna get deadly serious. End quote. And she was like, you know what? I'm just going to kill this man. And she shot a blast at Billy and Trini, you know, the Yellow Ranger, who, of course, we know wasn't really there because she passed in a car accident some years ago, jumped in front of him and she died on screen. Wow. Which was like, to my knowledge, that's been the first time a Ranger has died on, on screen. screen. Yeah. I was just like, ooh, and the Billy's just like, oh, that's my fault again. Oh. When we find out Trini has a daughter, I'll let y'all figure out her name though. I ain't gonna spoil all of it. So now you gotta watch to figure out her name. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they go to deliver the bad news and everything. And she's just like, oh man, I'm finna go kill Rita because she killed my mama. And you know, they had gave her the little morpher, the saber tooth tiger morpher and everything. And she's trying to morph, but she can't. Why? Lack of power of friendship. Lack huh. of plot. Lack of plot. Lack of plot. She has no friends. <laughs> yeah. So throughout the whole show, there's nice tributes um, to Trini throughout. There's like a little, I wouldn't call it a shrine, but like a little um, altar there. Memorial. With all her, yeah, memorial there with all her pictures and everything. They reference her throughout the series. It was real nice. But back to her daughter, though. So she ends up finally morphing and everything because... Being a hero is Hold a... Hold on. Uh-huh. Your, <laughs> your bullet point. Oh, wait, which one? Trinity daughter and plot morph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because when we watched it earlier, we was calling it the plot morph. Yeah. Uh, but before I go to the plot morph, so we did find out that, you know, Trini and Tommy, which was the yellow and green ranger, that's not their daughter. So that theory's been debunked Ooh. for now because they didn't say who her dad was. It's just her and her mom. Mm-hmm. But obviously she had dad. You know, Rita's out there causing havoc and Trent's just like, that's the who killed my mom. I'm finna go fight her. And she goes to try to fight her, but Rita's like, girl, you, you don't got the experience to fight me. Oh. And then she's like, oh yeah, it's morphin' time. And then nothing happened. Rita's like, where is that though? <laughs> <laughs> where they at though? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, the Power Rangers got to step in and save her from, you know, like, dying. Come on. Plot death. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's okay, because Rita said the same thing. <laughs> Just like your mama. <laughs> she got jumped. Yeah, every time Rita, Robo Rita, was on screen and she saw that girl, she was like, you're going to be dead like your mama. Uh-huh. You're going to join your mama. And I'm just like, calm down. No. <laughs> she glad she finally got one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She sounds like she on 10 all the time. So her problem was that she couldn't morph every time they were fighting. She had been training. She can't morph. And we find out she can't morph because being a Power Ranger and being a hero is a selfless act. 
and she was over here being selfish. Revenge. Yeah. Oh, yes. She was only able to morph when once again, Rita was just like, Billy, I should have killed you at the beginning. Let me try again. And then Trent's daughter jumped in the way and got hit. And I know Billy is traumatized by this point because he's just like, damn. This just keep happening. This just keep happening. But then it's like she got hit with the blast and then um, the plot X Machina device activated <laughs> in her eye. And then she just had all the memories of her mom, which is just like flashbacks of different episodes with her in it. And she transformed. And it was nice. The move was nice. I do heavily recommend y'all see it. It's great. There's a nice tribute to um, both the yellow and Green Ranger at the end. It made me tear up. It was just so sweet. Well, yeah, I would definitely give it a watch. I'm going to watch it again because it was great. So I can see that plot morph because it was great. <laughs> but yeah. if y'all watch it, please tell me what y'all think. Tell me who y'all think um, Trend's baby daddy is. I'm trying to know. So, yeah. Hit me up on Instagram and Twitter on Papa Disket. What's going on, everybody? This is Deep Mobius here with your gaming news. And I got some pretty hard heavy hitters today. We're talking about a couple of fighting games here. Um, Street Fighter 6 is getting ready to come out on June the 2nd, 2023. Everybody's so excited about it, I see. (laughs) My question is, is how do they do this order of numbers because I know there are more than six Street Fighters um actually the only way they do it is they release a bunch of releases with the same number so Street Fighter 2 had like a million Street Fighter 3 had like three so we get in the Final Fantasy territory is what you're telling me. Pretty much. That's how you get that that HD Turbo Remix Director's Cut. Yeah. Okay. What? Oh, exactly. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how they do it. That's how they've been doing it since Street Fighter 2. Since they figured out they could make more money just releasing it under a different, slightly different name. It's all about the money. Oh, yeah. So the main thing that I'm excited about are the new characters in there. Of course, you're going to have your your oldies, but goodies, your Ryu's, your Ken's, your Chun-Li's, your Dawsim's, your Juries, for those who like Jury, (laughs) (laughs) want to go to Jury duty. Oh, crickets. Mm -hmm. I did that specifically for a friend of mine. That's fine. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know none of these folks. All right. That's okay. So some of the main people that I'm I'm really excited about, new guys. Uh Jamie, he's a breaking, breakdancing, drunken master. Like he drinks what they say is tea. Tea. But he he does the drunken fist what while is, he's breaking. What does he have it in? Like, is it in a yeah, gourd? What's the container? You know what? 
I think it is a gourd. I have to check though. That ain't no tea. <laughs> <laughs> they say it's tea. Sure, sure. They sure. say it is. Mm-hmm. Tea for tequila. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and of course, I'm also excited about um, Kimberly. Hey, and she's I've seen a black her. female ninja. She yeah. does like cheerleading poses and stuff. She's gonna be all over the place. Everybody gonna be playing with her. Yes. All right, and they got a lot of they got a lot of uh, female characters uh, for the newcomers. Uh, Manon is a French supermodel and oh. does judo. Wow. Oh. Maritza is an Italian boxer and wrestler. Okay. Okay. And cool. she female about as boxer. big as Zangief. Oh, really? Oh. Interesting. Yes. Big strong woman. <laughs> Nice. Death by snoo snoo. <laughs> oh no. And the the I I'm probably gonna play with her first. Lily, she's like this cute little Native American little girl that has like two ball-headed war clubs as her weapons. Wow. Yeah, she looked like she's about 10 years old, and she's just like Fun flying around and goofy and has wind powers. Wow, it's so nice. I, I always love the wind powers. Yes. I thought you were gonna say she had. I, I thought you were gonna say she has two ball-headed men <laughs> as her weapons. No, <laughs> she has two ball-headed men as her henchmen. <laughs> oh, sure now that, that would be somewhere. something. That might be something that happens in Tekken one day. Probably. Maybe in Tekken Eight, which we're gonna talk about next. Ah! Ooh wee. So we don't have a release date yet, but uh, they're still working on the characters and everything. So it will probably release late 2023, early 2024. And they got all your favorites in there confirmed so far. Law, Jin, King. No Hahachi this time because he did. Uh, How dare they be canon? (laughs) How dare you have continuity? (laughs) No. Okay. Yeah, you can't do the power noogie no more, Jalen. No, no, no. That's the only thing that's keeping me alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Well, of course, Paul Phoenix, Nina Williams in there, but you know, you don't have Hachi, but you got Kazuya. Okay. Next best thing. Okay. Of course, you know the the Jack iteration too, and. June Kazama, Jen's mama is in there. Oh, nice. Yeah, she'll be making a return to the series. I didn't even know she was in there in the first place. I didn't either. You taught me something today. (laughs) (laughs) So, who do you want to see in these games? Leroy. Good point. Leroy Smith. Leroy! Smith. (laughs) (laughs) It just fell so flat. <laughs> the grandmaster of drip with the freaking gator pants on that came through in Tekken 7 and oh. wrecked everybody. He's coming back in Tekken 8 and he's looking real good right now. I'm playing with him first. They even brought a pimp named Slickback because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> that's right. He was dressed like a pimp. He was dressed like a pimp and over there doing Wing Chun, too. This man got a whole cane. Got a whole cane. Old man from New York City with a whole cane. 
Not New York City. Yeah. Northern pimps. Yes. And the last thing that I wanted to talk about was the Resident Evil 4 remake. Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? So I have not gotten a chance to get my hands on it yet. But from all the gameplay I've watched and everything that I've seen and everybody doing reviews on it, that thing's good. Mm. It's really good. It's it's Resident Evil 4 was already good, but apparently this is just even better. It is. I like um I like how much they are kind of reinventing the series a little bit by putting all the old games in this engine. Um, Because it doesn't play the same as the old ones, but it still has like the, you know, you get the inventory box where you make space for your items and things. And I was like, this is the best thing already. When we got that first, where's everybody going bingo line? (laughs) I was like, oh, they kept that. That's great. But I've been watching someone play it. I've been watching some playthroughs. And so far, I love it. Oh, that's good. So one day, we're going to let you know how it is once I get my hands on it. (laughs) And sadly, the merchant does not sound the same. He doesn't have that corny, what are you buying? No, it's it's more like... I can't describe it. I don't know. It's it's not it's not fun. It's no, not fun like- anymore. It's, it's it kind of just sounds like uh, I don't know. It's teetering on the dirty old man, the dirty uncle. <laughs> oh no! Instead of black market dealer, is that what you're looking for? Yeah. Got some items for you, stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up and choose something. No, or get out. No. My other favorite merchant. <laughs> I don't know. He got this like. English accent now. It's, it's I know strange. he has more. He actually speaks in sentences. It's not just you know random voice clips. He he's or sitting grunts there. Like, yeah. Uh, no, it's not that. It's but like I, if they took the my cabbages dude from Avatar and they gave him a totally different voice line like, or something. No, my strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> it just, my it, onions. It doesn't make sense. Like, I can see what they were going for, but it didn't. It's not. They didn't have to. They know that was everyone's one of that's everyone's favorite part or one of the favorite. That's what to look forward to. Yeah. Because he says it the same. You know, you go to him like, oh, and all this nonsense. I gotta go see my guy, the merchant. and He can ask me, what am I buying? You know? Or what are you selling? No, it's not there anymore. The charm is gone. That's what it is. <laughs> well, you can pick up Resident Evil for the, the remake in 2023. It, it's on all your platforms. Anyway, are you ready for the next battle? Hit us up on Insta or Twitter and give us a piece of your mind. Or fist. Whoops. And today I would like to talk about some of the things that I've realized while watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy. First off, and this is the most important, 
Gandalf the Grey is the sassiest wizard known to man. I think maybe in a tie with Harry Potter, but that's debatable. Moving on, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which was written by J.R.R. Tolkien, was adapted to the big screen by director Peter Jackson. And while watching Fellowship of the Ring, the first installment, I began to wonder, do I want to spend half my day doing this? And no, I, de I debated folks, because each movie is three and a half hours long and it took me two days to finish them. And that's why I've never gotten into it. I do not have the attention span for a three hour long movie. Same. When did this movie, when did the first one come out? I think 19. 19? Nope, 2000. <laughs> 2000 yeah. something. Probably because the sec the second movie was filmed after 9-11. So. Well, if we're talking about not the, the second book, one, the third. The one. book came out in 1954. Okay. Oh no, 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 the no! Movie. Not the movie. I mean, not the book. The movie. I know you're talking about the movie. Yeah. Dang, that's an old. That's an old series. Yeah, yeah, it so is. 2001. 2000. Yeah, it, yeah, it came out after. Yeah. So, Frodo Baggins inherited this ring from his uncle Bilbo on his birthday. Unfortunately, this ring is cursed and must be thrown back into the fires of Mount Doom. So, eight companions travel with Frodo to complete the task. Things take a turn for the worst when the first person to die is Gandalf, a powerful wizard. A Balrog, this demon of fire and shadow, pulled a weak move and he fell off the bridge. Oh, and that was just it? He just fell off the bridge and died? Yep. That was that, it. That's how they defeated the strongest wizard in the world. He fell off the bridge and died. This thing is Damn. like really large though. It's like... It's, it's got horns and it's got like a skull for a face and it's covered in fire and ash and it's got this whip and a sword made of fire. So the the move I was talking about, he the he had the Balrog falling into the abyss or whatever. His whip came around, missed him the first time, but he swung it again and grabbed Gandalf by the leg and pulled him off the edge. And so he was like hanging there. Yeah, he was hanging there, but nobody, they all saw this, but nobody went to go like, come on, you can get up. No. They were like, He went well, so terribly. He's gone. He told well. them to run, so it was, it was fine. Anyway, side note. Yes, out of the seven of them, at least one of them could have tried to lift him from the edge. I'm just saying. So the group gathered themselves from their grief because in their hearts, they knew Gandalf was their only sure way to survive. I'm just kidding. They had hope. Hope? <laughs> and what? <laughs> That's it. The strongest <laughs> wizard dead. <laughs> they had They had hope. That the end. They had it. Yep. Yeah, That's they it. had it, all right. <sighs> yep. They ain't got it no more. No, no, no hope. They had hope. They had hope. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the, Yes, had. And the assumption that Frodo wouldn't wander off again. I mean, he's not that dense. He is, though. He's that dense. Mm. Meanwhile, a corrupted white wizard in the distance named Saruman sends some super orcs to come steal the hobbits away because they know they the hobbits have the ring. They just Man, don't know which one. what makes them super. They got S's on their chest? No, they're just stronger and more bloodthirsty. They don't have capes? And smarter. No capes? No capes. No, no power of flight? No, they can't fly. No capes! No capes. I call them super orcs, but their actual name is um, one I can't remember. So we're going with that. Mm. The orcs were able to take 
two hobbits away, Merry and Pippin, the two most annoying characters in my opinion. They get away and run into Gandalf, who isn't dead, but has been resurrected and is now Gandalf the White. Merry and Pippin are now entrusted to the Ents, which are tree herders. They also look like trees themselves. They're just like these giant things with like eyes. And they kind of just walk around. Merry and Pippin are now entrusted to the Ents and try to convince them to fight in the upcoming war. While they do that, Frodo and his close friend and gardener, Sam, are being led by Smeagol, a small gremlin-like creature who knows a safe path to Mordor so they can destroy the ring. But Smeagol has other plans, which involve separating Sam and Frodo and leaving Frodo to die in the spider's nest. And I'm gonna be honest, I despise spiders. So watching this scene where Sam fought a spider probably six times his size was just hard to watch. Ooh, yeah. In the kingdom of Gondor, the soldiers are fighting on all fronts against the wraiths, oliphants, which is just a big, maybe a hairless mammoth. It's, they're used for wars so they can step on people and carry large quantities of people on their backs. So they're terrifying creatures. How scary. You yes, said hairless mammoth. I'm well, just sitting I mean, here it's, like... It's just an elephant, but like I, I said hairless mammoth because they're really big. Meanwhile, Aragorn, son of Arathorn, is trying to get some help from an army of the dead. Isildur, Aragorn's ancestor, cursed them when they promised to aid him in the last battle, but betrayed him. Now, as Isildur's only heir, Aragorn requests this ghost army to fight in exchange for their freedom. This army <laughs> took out a fleet of mercenaries, took down the Oliphants and a section of the Orc army. After that, it was up to Frodo and Sam to destroy the ring once and for all. They made it into the volcano, but Frodo was having second thoughts and slipped on the ring instead of destroying it. Smeagol had been following them and bit off Frodo's ring finger, taking the ring for himself, which was terrible to see because he was in invisible and all you see is Smeagol's mouth like kind of do this whole biting motion and then you see Frodo reappear again with a bloody finger. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That sounds graphic. Yeah, it's, it was horrible. He was like, oh my God, my finger's gone. Frodo began to fight Smeagol until they both went over the cliff. The ring, along with Smeagol, fell into the lava. But the ring, however, did not melt. It seemed to be waiting on Frodo, who was hanging on the edge of the cliff. Sam asks for Frodo's hand, and he kind of hesitates, but then grabs Sam's hand, and they escape just before the volcano erupts. The ring is destroyed and Sauron is defeated. Middle Earth is safe for now. It was mm -hmm. it was a good watch and honestly, Peter Jackson did a decent job. I also enjoyed how clumsy Frodo was depicted in the films because every second they got this poor boy falling on off, down off something. And he actually falls 39 times throughout the trilogy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And why he can't stay up? Yeah. I guess he not used to his feet. <laughs> what is balance? Well, no, nothing. It's not that. Nothing to him. Exactly. Um, that's actually more times than he gets stabbed, which is funny every time. I think he gets stabbed like a total of three times. Another thing that I'm old enough to get now is that Gandalf do not be smoking tobacco out his pipe, and that's why he be squinting most of the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that at the beginning of the movie, and I was like, hmm, what? If you want to watch these films, The Hobbit included, I would start with The Hobbit trilogy first and then watch Lord of the Rings, but only if you have a few days because it's going to take some time. Yeah, it is. 
I hope I summed up everything well enough. I mean, as an adult, I didn't get the gravity of the situations that each of the fellowship faced, but now it hits a little harder, despite them winning in the end. I mean, Gandalf legit died and was reborn as a different person. Frodo lost a finger, and those undead soldiers were cursed for a thousand years because they thought Sauron was going to win. Talk about supporting the wrong side. I actually much enjoyed your summary of these three movies. You compress what is maybe a 12 hour endeavor into a couple of minutes. And it takes a real fan to do something like that. I appreciate you. Thank you, uh, it hurt. It does, cause I wouldn't do that, but I will <laughs> just to add on what you put on there about how Sam was about that life. Sam was a G to the end. Sam was not playing about Master Frodo. You wasn't gonna, <laughs> he was not playing about him. He was about to die for that man. That's true. He was jacket. Yes. He Sam was a real one. But he, he married, he take him. <laughs> he have him. I am Adriel, daughter of Adiel. And thank you for coming to my little fixation corner. If you've read the books or have already seen the movies, let us know who your favorite Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit character is at PopDiscuit on Instagram and Twitter. So what are some long and convoluted anime titles that you guys have heard? Let me find my favorite. Let me let me find that. Cause you know you got the basic ones like that time I got reincarnated as a slime and is it a lime? A slime. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It probably is a lime. It probably exists. <laughs> if it doesn't exist now, it's gonna exist later. Uh what's the other one? Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Yes. Why? They long and they questions. <laughs> a lot of them are posed as questions but then some of them you just got full sentences uh, I can't understand what my husband is saying is one it's just a statement yep it's just a statement I don't I mean I get that a lot of these are as most anime coming from manga series but why are they so popular now well, they're not all manga series. They're light novel adaptations. Uh-huh. So they're taking these popular books and turning them into anime. And instead of... Well, there was actually a trend going on where they would take long anime adaptation names and then shorten them to like colloquial forms. Like, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? It's just shortened to Don Machi. Stuff like that. Yeah. They, they try to make it catchy so people can actually watch it. But when you go and research the actual name, it, it's so long. It's you guys' fault I'm not popular. That's another one. Watamote. That <laughs> is one. I, you Have you heard of I was abducted by an elite all-girls school as a sample commoner? No. No. <laughs> no. Sample commoner? Yes. No. It's an elite all-girls school. They got to have a commoner. Why a simple commoner? Mm. A sell. The the misfit of Demon King Academy, history's strongest Demon King reincarnates and goes to school with his descendants. I'm sorry, what? Why? Why are you telling the whole? That's, why? That's the whole plot. That's the, plot. That's the whole plot. <laughs> just just tune in, pretty much. What else is there to the? But I mean, they're not all bad. No, they're funny. I watched the one with the assassins. 
the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated into another world as like an aristocrat. Yeah, that one wasn't too bad. You know, the ones that are basically just stating the plot in the title, I feel like that's okay. But when they're asking you a question or they're just making a random statement, I'm just like, oh, okay. You, you couldn't think of some other title? I mean, it could be an attention grabber also. I think that's what it is. Because like, it's like, oh, what is this with this really long name? Let me see what it is. I don't even think the long names phase people anymore because you got to think about it. It looks long in English, but in Japanese, they're probably a lot shorter. Like two kanji. Yeah, like two or three kanji just slapped across the front page. But then when you translate it into English, it's like 10 sentences. Oh, come on. When you translate it into English, it's like my mental choices are completely interfering with my school romantic comedy. Wow. <laughs> which is an actual title. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I feel like it's it's on purpose that they're like series that are dubbed. They're coming out dubbed first. I like them. So you can get that long title. I, I like them. I couldn't become a hero, so I reluctantly decided to get a job. That, that's me in real life. I oh like my that. God, that's <laughs> I've actually seen that. <laughs> that's too real. Or if I don't successfully pick up 420 girls, I'm going to die in a lot of different ways. <laughs> oh my God. What? <laughs> Hey. I like that. I like like that. why? Why is now I want to watch it. Now I kind of don't want to watch it. Who, who you know, him too? It sounds like a harem anime, but I want to watch it. I want to see what happens. And sometimes you get into those anime and 420, you know. something completely That's different. An That's not a harem. Here it is. The best one. World in. What do you do at the end of the world? Are you busy? Will you save us? <laughs> Those, are those you, are the ones that I'm talking about. The question. Why is it a Will question? Don't, the question and answer. Like, what are we? We're having a whole conversation in the title here. <laughs> what, did you, what else could you possibly be doing at the end of the world? Why are you not, asking? Not saving busy? us. That's why you're not asking. saving us. Are you busy? Should we come back later? No. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminds me of those. All those something 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 dot 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 in another world, like the pharmacies. Mm-hmm pharmacy something in another world see the the isekais a lot of people just expect those to sound like that nowadays yeah those are asking questions though that's telling you what happened it's telling you how you died or what you were doing beforehand and what world you're getting dropped into okay i like that but when you asking me questions like damn you're gonna save us we in trouble I the anime. anime. I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> so say, we're in trouble. Okay. We died. Come help us. <laughs> and that'll be the whole title. The world is under attack. Please save us. Do you love your mom and her two hit multi target attacks? Oh, I've heard that one. <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds like a porno. It's not. <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> it it kind of skirts the line sometimes, but it's not. It's an and. So you gotta love both parts. Do you love your mom and? And. Multi-target attacks. And. <laughs> wow. I just I don't get it. It's it's so funny. I'm about to make me one. What you gonna oh. call it? What's that long anime title? I was on Earth eating a sandwich and then I died and got reincarnated as a magical girl. Man, that's crazy. Will I help him? But my hit points ain't high enough, so I decided to get a job. And 
with chaos on the rules rules. <laughs> nice. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'm already watching it. I'm watching it for them rules boots on chaos. Right now. I ate a sandwich and died and I'm a magical girl. That'll be the short one. I ate a sandwich and died and now I'm a magical girl. <laughs> I wish. I feel like that's real. <laughs> Bro. I hope you don't find one. You're actually looking for it right now. You gotta make sure that it's not already out there. I didn't say that. Ham sandwich magical girls. Close enough. Ham that works. sandwich. Excuse me. Ham sandwich. Ham sandwich. It says dumb ass you a dub. Watch my club beat your ass now. Metamorphosis the magic. I'm bringing out all the animals. I'm bringing out <laughs> That sounds like some rap lyrics. What is it that? does sound like some rap lyrics. It sounds like Oh, I'm bringing out all the animals. <laughs> what? Why? What are the animals do? do they want revenge too? No, Noah's Ark. Okay. The animals. <laughs> Noah's Ark? They're going to jump you too? Yeah. yeah. That's gonna be Noah's Revenge. Oh. Noah's Ark, that's my favorite. Noah's Revenge. <laughs> I was forced to build a big boat and get to every animal. Now God mad at everybody, but it's just me and my family here floating in the water. But there was a flood, huh? <laughs> but there was a flood, huh? <laughs> I said, wait, he said it was going to rain, but there was a flood instead. <laughs> there was a flood, huh? And it's going to rain. My are dead. But I can't. This me in 10 years. I'm blind now. I can't see. Will you help me cross the street? That's all the time we have for this week. We hope you enjoyed. Don't be afraid to let us know what you think. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Pop Disquette, and we hope you'll join us again for more spicy pop culture discussion. See you soon. <laughs>